Hello, and welcome to another episode of OM Game Boy. Here I am, Nick Tendo, with my ho co-host... Dan Tendo. No, here. I was going to introduce you. You ruined it. Anyway. Super Dan Tendo 6, Super Dan Tendo, Dan Tendo GameCube. Moving on. So what we're going to do today is talk about our favorite moments in gaming. People are like, why do you game? Oh, I love gaming. Gaming's cool. And sometimes it's a grind. Sometimes it's, it's cool, but it's not special. And sometimes it's just something to pass the time. But today we're going to talk about the moments that like were super ultimate and made us... I don't know, like glorious moments. So join made, us. And, uh, made me who I am today, basically. Wow. So Pop my cherry. Yeah? Is that what happened? All over the games that I played. Yeah, you were 28, were you? I was 37, actually. Okay, well, that's fine. I mean, everybody gets there some. No, you're not the 40-year-old uh, cherry. <laughs> 40-year-old that cherry. Movie. That's a great movie, right? Uh, yeah, so like you said, we're going to go through our list of... Uh, our top gaming moments the last decade. I'll let you start off. All right, that's cool. I'll do one that was like surprise to me. Um, I played Inside. Uh, crap. What's the name of the studio? The game Inside. Play Dead. Thank you. Play Dead Studios. A uh, game Inside, which is friggin' I recommend it times ten because it's usually cheap, um, and it's awesome and simple to play. You play it. It came out like five or six years ago, and it's just. I thought it was just a game. I thought I figured it out right away. It's simple. You play. You die a whole bunch. And you're like a, a young child in a red shirt. And everything else in the world is dark. And you get killed constantly. Murdered. Mauled. Like ripped to pieces. Sometimes shot. And there's no story. Like you're, you're unfolding the story. You're just running to not die. And it was kind of dark. And it got to a point where... Um, Spoiler alert, literally spoiler alert. If this you... is a legit spoiler, I know exactly what you're going to say, yeah. Oh, okay, so you did play it and you did beat it, right? You recommend, you told me to play it and, and I, didn't I, like, I didn't really did care it. for it until the end. Yeah, well, that's, so <laughs> you play and all of a sudden you're killed, you can't do anything, you have no powers, you can't fight anyone, you just run and hide. And then by the end, I kept getting closer and closer to something and you get closer to this blob and apparently like all the adults who are killing you stop paying attention to you and they're looking at it. And for whatever reason, you find your way into this tank with this blob. All your clothes are ripped off. So there's a new child. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this, this game's going to... HIPAA laws are coming everywhere. There's going to be people coming <laughs> all over the place. The SWAT team's going to break in my windows. And the blob sucks you in. And then you become the blob. An amorphous mass of like 19 to 30. I'm so happy you didn't tell me this. Humans. You just told me like, hey, this is like a weird game. You should really yeah. try it out. Uh, I didn't want to ruin it. Like you have to play it. Just play yeah. it. Because then all of a sudden you become all powerful. And you can kill anything <laughs> you go near. And <laughs> you, you just keep rolling. In. And it's gross and disgusting. The controls are pretty awesome. And you hear human skin and human bones like moving the whole time this blob is moving. And I just remember being like, holy fuck. Like, I literally said that, like, a dozen times as I was this blob. And I've been playing for hours as a kid trying to avoid even getting detected. And now I was a giant rolling blob who could kill, destroy, maim anything. And I didn't even know what the game was about. It was just so awesome that it turned still, everything I think around. I, yeah. I think I looked up the Wikipedia explaining what the game was what about. It was. Like, it's plot. And literally, I'd still, I think the Wikipedia was like, we don't know. We don't, <laughs> we don't even know we played it we still don't know it's almost like you were the bad guy and that the all the adults were trying to kill you before you connected back to the thing but you were a kid it's so weird that a kid just trying to not die was the bad guy and you became this blob that could kill everyone so it's like reverse i don't know but either yeah. way fucking it 
not blew my mind as far as like whatever, but it was weird how the controls switched. You became invincible. I didn't die once someone touched me. It was it was pretty <laughs> awesome. It it literally was like a video game. Whoa! Yeah, it was for me. the when I remember it happening, I saw it as like the Bioshock thing when the twist happened in Bioshock, like an actual twist in a game where I didn't see it yeah. coming. But it, it wasn't just, just a story twist. It was like a controls, a character. Yeah, it was, you're right. It wasn't a story twist. twist. So it had literally nothing to do with anything. It could have just been, yeah. yeah. That was cool. So that was, was cool. my yeah. moment. I love that moment in gaming. Um, so mine yeah. is, mine's, I guess not a moment. I Mine's the Stanley Parable. Just straight oh. up, just the game. So good. Half-Life uh, Engine. So I think I, think I uh, read about it in like an article and played it. The year it came out, like 2013 or 14, one of those years, I put it on my computer and I was like, okay, this sounds like you can do different paths and stuff. And for anyone who doesn't know, you, you're just, it's a first person game. It's like a walking simulator. You play a guy named Stanley. There's a guy narrating the game who's like, Stanley types at a computer. Stanley presses the same button every day. And one day the button to your computer, the computer screen just turns black. And everything shuts down and you don't know what to do next. So the narrator's like, well, what does Stanley do? And you explore the office and there's a million different possible scenarios. Like if the narrator's like, Stanley sees a red line and follows the red line. If you don't follow the red line down a corridor, the narrator gets mad. And <laughs> Stanley, like, went, yeah. Stanley went and found the red line again and decided yeah. to follow it this time. And the narrator like, just continuously been. tries to make you play along. Until mm -hmm. you don't, and he kind of reminds you that, like, hey, this game is just bullshit. I can do whatever you want. You want to play the, you want to play with me? I'll play with you. So in some scenarios, like, you'll go like off the beaten path, like through side doors and all these doors. And one time, I remember he was giving me a choice to watch like a baby doll burn, or like save something. I remember like I, it was a really weird scenario, and he was like, oh yeah, you want to do this? All right, you want to go to this path? Like. This is just a game, Stanley. Like, this isn't... The game had, I think, even though there was multiple paths, it had, like, six different endings, and they kept adding shit to it. Oh. And so the funny thing is, throughout, like, the last 10 years, throughout all the games I've played, new games, old games, this game is always stuck in my head, regardless. And I always thought I owned it. So before this episode, I was going to download it and play it and realize that I didn't buy it on Steam. I illegally downloaded it oh. when I played it. And then deleted it because I got scared that I would get caught. <laughs> I love so I the no idea that, that I played it. I love the idea that you would get caught after you downloaded it. Like, yeah, I, think I don't the know. Download is when you get caught. Like <laughs> after it's there, it's not like people are randomly sweeping your computer. Like any illegal content, any illegal yeah. content. We like got that, it. Yeah. Um, the, um, so I deleted it. And I, I I've only played it. I when I played it, I played it like eight times in a row to get eight different scenarios and do all that shit. And then I guess I deleted it some within that year. And then found out that it's coming back out for the consoles, like with more shit on it. And it's oh. coming out this year in like Is the it? summer or something. Yeah. They, um, one of the cool endings I remember, because I remember just playing this and it was so cool. One of the, the first endings I did was like Stanley left the office. It's a little cubicle that you start in. Mm -hmm. You can decide to stay in there and close the door. And then it's like Stanley just decided to ignore everything I was trying to tell him. You're just sitting there and you're just sitting and sitting. <laughs> Eventually, like, the door locks and you can't leave. And it's like, well, Stanley, I'm glad you decided to just sit there and not do anything. And and then the game ends, like, five minutes later. I love yeah. it. It was good. I like that game. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go next. One of my games was um, one of my favorite games to play that I got really into and was really good at. It was Call of Duty 4, the original. 
I think it was called just call it Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare. It was for Can I tell you the something? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I've never played a Call of Duty game. Really? None of them? Ever in my t- entire life. Yep. They're good. I mean, have you ever played any of the other first-person shooters, like any of the war first-person no, shooters? Metal Battle Honor. Fields? No, okay. No. That's, no. Okay. Let's move them back a little bit. <laughs> it's fun. It's fast-paced. It's crazy. The um, In this particular game, my other podcast mate uh, from the Untanners. Go ahead. Go ahead. Promote your other podcast. Um, you fucking always used to. I, 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 I did always used to. I quickly gave up. Uh, the Unpanders. So me okay. and my old, <laughs> you expected me not to. Yeah. Me and him got really good at the game, and we um we figured out that the knife was a one hit kill. It's a melee attack. You have to be right up against the person. Mm-hmm. Well, we started having contests because we would play with the mics attached, and sometimes we decided to be like, hey, let's randomize it. So sometimes we're on the team together. Sometimes we're on opposite teams. And we mm-hmm. would just try and knife each other. And we got so good at knifing that I would run around the map and everyone would be shooting you. And if you move a certain way and sprint a certain way and know where all the obstacles are and know all the terrain and know how to dodge bullets, if that makes sense. It's like a, not a glitch in the game, but you have to really, no one takes time to do this. You can just run at people and stab them if you're really <laughs> fucking good at it. There were games where we I just want to save that audio bite that you just go around and stab people and I'm really fucking good at it. Well, and we decided grenades were okay, too. We just wouldn't use guns. We okay. changed our clan tag to knife, K-N-Y-F, uh, and we would not use guns for an entire match. The whole point of the game is to shoot each other, so we would not yeah. use a gun once. And it got to the point where you... A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Except I think one time with knives and grenades only, I went like 24 and 4 in a match. And like... Oh, shit. We probably were some of the best players maybe in the world. Not not the best, but like we probably could have played real tournaments that really happened because we played this game so much. And the funniest one I remember is one time me and him were on a team and we both weren't shooting this guy and he was in the market. I still remember where he was and we were both racing to see who could stab him first. And I remember he looked at both of us in the room and he was trying to shoot at us, and we were just darting faster and faster towards oh my him. God. And both of us just reached out for a sprint, and I got the kill. And I remember being like, yes! <laughs> and it was just so cool because... like That's when he turned into a psychopath. It was like, well, it felt like um, we were the Velociraptors in that scene where two of them attack one person. Love and he girl. was just... Yeah, he was he was panicking, <laughs> and you could see him panicking with his controller. Like, he was trying to shoot people, oh and we weren't God. shooting back. He had no clue what was wrong. No, I don't, but... Oh, I wish you did. I know. The only other thing I remember is because we decided not to use guns, in really open maps, you could have smoke grenade as your secondary weapon, and me and Dan, if we were on opposite teams, would both, or on same teams, would pop like four smoke grenades at once into the middle of a match and just run into the smoke and start stabbing people. (laughs) Like, to the point where we would be the only ones who would come out alive. And I remember... And it's not just that we were good at it, we were having so much fun and laughing. You pleasure in it. Oh, it was the most fun I've ever had in my life. It was orgasmic like, for you. Oh, just whew, stabbing people was so good. <laughs> you could stab like nine people in a row and just just and be sprinting the whole time. So people would just see this. So you and then this. run and stab and keep oh, running. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my oh, god. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was kind of a whole <laughs> plethora of memories. Just me versus <laughs> him stabbing to see who could have the highest kill count without using a gun. I love that. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. So. Um, so my next 
I have my next two are kind of combined because they're in the same category. Uh, so in late 2009, I was over at my dad's house playing the game Alone in the Dark. It's a horror game. It's like a reboot of a horror game. Came out for the PS3. I had it for the PS3. And at my dad's house, there was a coffee table that we had for years. And there was two big glass things and then like borders all around it. And of course, I, for some reason, I want to get really close to the TV. So I pulled the coffee table, sat really close to the TV. Of course, I'm sitting right on the glass. So I'm playing for a while. And out of nowhere, in an instant, you hear crack, break, and I fall right through the coffee table. Oh, like literally in the part where one of the giant glass pieces are. And it shatters everywhere. I fall as if I'm like someone that just got shoved into a barrel. <laughs> like my feet, are, my feet are sticking up. My the upper body's sticking up. Nobody's awake. <laughs> so, so my dad and my brother storm in and say like am i okay i'm like yeah i'm fine whatever Boy. there's glass everywhere i don't think i have like i think there's blood on my hands but uh i get up and i go to like hit glass off myself and i go in my brother's room my dad's like double checking to make sure i'm okay see if i have glass and i noticed that there's like glass on my butt and glass <laughs> went through my glass went through oh. my jeans into my butt cheek Dude, you had glass butt cheek I had glass butt cheek, and I never told me. I literally, besides you right now and everyone listening, I think yeah. I've told one person in the last 10 years about that. <laughs> I didn't even tell my brother when he was there. I'm Did like, you get cut? Like, it cut you? Yeah, I think there was, I think there was, my butt cheek was cut. But I did, my dad was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, and I'm I see, fine, like, dad. Blood on my butt. Uh, so, yeah, I'll never forget that game only because I fell through a glass table. Was it at a scary part or like did no, you pause it? I think it was like probably a cinematic. Just walking the guy around. Was just, uh, the guy was like, hey, I gotta I gotta help you out. And I went, Psh. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. so second in the same category, I broke another coffee table. Jesus Christ, was, what do you do? Break coffee tables and play <laughs> games? In uh in the late 2010, I was playing Connect Sports for the Connect. And I like moved everything out of the way because I like loved that game religiously. I played the Connect Sports games like crazy, like table tennis, volleyball, gol golf, all the shit. So I was playing volleyball with someone really crazy, and I would like really jump up because I wanted the thing to like pick me up, and I would like spike the ball and shit like a real weirdo. Uh, like, and so I jumped really high, and I moved everything out of the way, but I fell back, and I fell back into the coffee table that I moved out of the way, and like <laughs> fell on that, and that broke. <laughs> And I think the leg came off that one, but that one broke. And I was like, wow, I have two uh, coffee table stories. <laughs> two coffee tables, RIP. I think there was like, I think our friend Dave was there and I think maybe one other person. But yeah, I fell through one. I broke another coffee table. So those two games, they're not great games. I think I tried playing Alone in the Dark again. The guy looks like me. He looks like a piece of shit. Like yeah. he's, he's really disgusting looking. I like I don't, I don't see myself ever going back and playing these games, but those games are just in my brain because of those moments. You'll never, uh, you'll never not remember them. Does that make sense? Yeah, you'll never forget exactly. them. There I'll always That's have that piece word. of glass in my asshole. Yeah, <laughs> glass hole. They call it glass hole. Your old high, glass school, high school nickname. Yeah, glass hole Dan. But they called me that before I got glass in my ass. I know. It's because you used to sit down on a plate of glass. Never mind. It was, <laughs> it was your old trick, your old parlor. I used trick. to sit down on a plate of glass and then poop and have the poop like just <laughs> near <smush>. everywhere. <laughs> I was gonna say that, and I was like, "That's kind of graphic." And all the kids would just go, "Glass holding, glass holding, glass holding." Yeah, I remember that, dude. And they told me that I wasn't allowed to cry when they did that either. <laughs> but you did. That's what was I impressive. did. I broke the rules every cry. time. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
Yeah. Well, I actually have one that's going to be like outside the realm. No one's going to talk about this for the rest of the episode, but Grand Theft Auto 3. Grand Theft Auto 3? Yeah. Actually, okay. maybe it was, I can't remember if it was 3 or San Andreas. It had to be San Andreas because I had the, um, the Wild North, the area that was like the Hick area. It wasn't as fleshed out as um, 5, <clears throat> which may come up later. I don't know. Uh, but Grand Theft Auto 3 um, was one of the first games you can get, San Andreas rather, it was, you can get a hooker and then like she would get on in your vehicle and go with you and like <laughs> do whatever with her. Like, you know, oh, the sex stuff. Ooh, and then money would disappear. And like, remember like Christian parents and everyone was going nuts about that. Like that was the worst thing to happen oh, yeah. in a video game, which in a, in a way it kind of was like, what was even the point of it other than to be rude Just or to be crude? gross and in the yeah, game. Yeah. yeah. Which is hilarious. So we, in college, I remember we were all drinking and sitting in the room, and we were like, dude, let's go over a cliff with this hooker. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, that's cool. <laughs> anyway, we, we came up with this plan where we were going to parachute to safety, and it was my friend Ben, uh, my roommate, and he, he was like, no, it's not going to work. Because <sighs> with the car, you can't get out and parachute. Uh, so we had to figure out another way to do it. So we figured out we can get him on a motorcycle. Well, we got her on the motorcycle. We went and got the parachute, and she got off. At one point, we got her on the motorcycle. We found this area in town where it's like a mountain that you can go around. It takes a really long time to go up, but like you can do it. No big deal. Um, he did it once. We got a motorcycle because they can get on the motorcycle. You can get off. She gets on the back of the motorcycle. She stays on the motorcycle as long as you're driving. He drove halfway to this mountain in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. We have the parachute equipped. He got halfway up the mountain and he had stopped because it's it's real tight turns. Like it's like hard to navigate, whatever, with a motorcycle, someone on your back. And she got off. And at that point, you can't get her back on. What a slut. I was r really well, actually, I um I applaud sex workers. But anyway, so we we went back, found another prostitute, got her on the motorcycle, drove like five minutes out to this. It took fifteen to twenty minutes to drive to the top of this thing without stopping. And at that point, there's no time to prep. So there's a, there's a ramp at the end of, of the mountain. <laughs> and I still remember we were all standing there. And he drove as fast as he could, hit the ramp. And as he's in the air, he jumped off and pulled his parachute. And she was still on the motorcycle. Well, we just watched. And the motorcycle went down and exploded. And it was, it kind of was the funniest, the happiest moment of my life. Because <laughs> it was like hours of work. And we did it. It. It wasn't worth it, but it was worth it for that moment. And it was really, really funny. Terrible. Well, one prostitute disrespected you, so you had to teach him a lesson. I guess we did. My only question is, mm -hmm. did that, the time span of it being that game, was that in the last 10 years? Oh, my God. Did you just, so did it, you just it, break it, the rules of the episode? Well, it's weird because I, in my brain, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out like, I don't know, like four years ago. But really, it's probably like probably is like 12 13 years ago no san andreas was like 15 years ago are you serious yeah san andreas was like 2004 well anyway um nintendo i talk about older games it's a little different than you <laughs> touche so I, I apologize if that's what happened um yeah that's a i love that story actually i don't know if i ever knew that so my next one is i think it's, it's a game that came out from the same company around the same time it's manhunt Rockstar made it. Everyone knows you're a dude. You kill people, plastic bags, everything like that. So I go back in time to 2003. The game came out. 
I was 18, I think, and my mom asked me what I wanted for Christmas. She was like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? Like, PS2 game, whatever. And I was like, oh, you know what? Like, yeah, I kind of want that game. I kind of want a game called Manhunt. And to her, she was just like, okay, I'll just buy you a game. Like, what is that? That's Um, a game? Yeah, literally like a week goes by. A week goes by, and I'm like doing something with my brother, and I'm about to leave the house. And my mom comes downstairs, and she's she says goodbye, but she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I looked up that game Manhunt. I'm not getting that for you. <laughs> she's never been strict, or she's never been like like that my entire life. And I'm 18 years old, and she's like, yeah, you're not getting that. That's and I'm awesome. like, I was bitter for the longest time. I'm like, yeah. fuck you. I'll get it myself. Okay. I'll show you. Freaking buy it with your money whenever I can finally get your money. Never bought it. <laughs> never bought it. <laughs> I think maybe I borrowed it off of a friend or I rented it from uh-huh. somewhere, but never owned it. So for the for the longest time, I was resentful. Like, I was like, I'll show her. I'll fucking. I'll it'll be like her. a warm. It's like warm daddies. <laughs> um, for the longest time, I was so mad. I'm like, oh, whatever. I could have gotten it myself. I, don't I just care. chose nothing. I don't care. So the game, they re-released the original PS2 game on the PlayStation 4 via the network on 2000 in 2016 so as soon as it went off for sale like i knew about it a day or two before as soon as it went off for sale i bought it and texted my mom literally and i said hey mom i don't know if you remember this but when a while ago you looked up i said the whole scenario uh-huh. and i think her response was like an emoji okay. with like hung out and i was so mad because i was like she doesn't even fucking remember. She has no idea, dude. No idea. She's like, who fucking cares? That's it's literally. She's like, who cares? It's one of my favorite things because I told my brother, I'm like, yeah, I finally, I showed her, I did it, I got it. You did, did it. You got it. Now, in retrospect, was she right? Yeah. <laughs> Mine uh, is gonna be Doom 2016. Oh, so good. Oh so God. I read I read somewhere that when you play it, because I had been rusty on games, I had my son, you know, it's like, it takes away from your video game time, I didn't have something to play, so I got a new computer, it was super powered, who, who cares, nice monitor, video card, I put the settings all the way up, the graphic settings, and uh, someone said, play it on ultraviolence, like the one right under Nightmare, where you can't, like if you die, you don't respawn, like that's ridiculous. And I did it at the highest setting you could without playing it prior. And I turned off the signal that would let you know they're ready for a glory kill. And I turned off the crosshair for your weapon. And people were like, just do it, dude. It's fucking intense. And I was like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) Video games aren't intense. I've never hated, killed with passion, and fought harder than I did in Doom 2016. To the point where... Their mob rooms, what are they called? Where like a whole bunch of people would appear and you'd have to fight and clear the room before you could leave. Whatever that's called. Like a called. dungeon? No. I don't like know, I remember. It, it, it's just whatever. Yeah. A room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's, they're really hard, and um, especially in this setting, and I didn't know when you could glory kill people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So glory kill is when you would get their health really low. Instead of shooting them from a distance, you can get real close and just hit a button that would just murder them in a very gruesome way it felt very <laughs> you put that you're putting that modestly <laughs> like that it, it's the most extreme fucking thing like on the planet rip rip their head open or um yeah. use their arm and rip it off and like shove it in their throat to kill them whatever it's like something really disgusting and gross yeah. and over the top well i remember <clears throat> there was a room that i couldn't beat and this happened often so like you would try it 10 times 
and like 10 times doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot. And then like 20 times. And there was a room that I did 30 times in a row. And I just remember being like, I fucking hate this game. I fucking hate this room. I fucking hate everyone in here. And I seriously, I would sweat when I played this game and like just be so mad and literally running around as fast as I humanly could and reacting and moving my mouse and moving. It was one of the few games I keyboard moused because like I needed the reaction speed. And I was doing it, and I'm W-A-D-S, and dude, I'm going around the room. I did this room 30 times, and if I was alive for four minutes each time, that's that's a lot of my life. Yeah. And I remember there was like a coca demon and some other fucking imps, and some. there's so many things in this room. I was actually coasting. I was killing everything, and there were three guys left, and I knew that if I just kind of shot them with my plasma rifle from a distance, I was fine. I was in the clear, but I didn't want to. <laughs> I I was risking everything, everything for the glory kill. Yeah, because I needed to make this personal. It was like they made it personal to me to make me do this room thirty times. I'm gonna watch their faces rip off, and I literally risked dying after I was coasting through this that I'd never beat and maybe never would beat again. And I glory killed all three guys that were left, and just ripped their faces off. And I I think I screamed and probably slammed down on my keyboard and everything it was like. Yeah! And I just remember that moment and being like, dude, you're playing a game. You better relax. But at the <laughs> same time, yeah, it was awesome. The adrenaline rush. All right. So to so to end this episode, we have exactly the same number one. Same one. Oh, number we one. Have the same one. Uh, so Art. I'm oh going to assume God. both our number ones is oh, our top moment of gaming in the last 10 years is Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah. yeah. Now, real re- re- refresher that Grand Theft Auto 5 came out in September of 2013. Is it weird to think this is still... Wait, 2013? Yeah, 13. It literally just dropped from its $60 price tag like a year ago. It's the number one, like, highest-grossing media thing of all time. Is it? It makes billions. It's made billions or something. I don't know. I just saw a commercial on TV for extra content on it, and I was like, this game came out? Like, yeah, that's impossible. You can't make a commercial for a game that came out eight years ago. Like, that's yeah. unheard of. But this game is, it's probably the most in-depth world ever created, correct? Yeah. So the game came out in September 2013. The online didn't start until the next month. It didn't start until the beginning of October. And I remember reading about it, and I remember you you already bought it. I bought it, and we're like, yo, let's just, let's try this out. Let's All the up. kinks were still in there. The, the online was not perfect. Mm-hmm. But there was still stuff in there. So we decided for the first time in knowing each other since we were like five years old, this is the first game we ever played together. So we decided we're just going to go for broke and fucking yeah. go crazy in this game. So my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments of playing Grand Theft Auto Online is, oh, no, we'll get fun. to that. Top fun. Uh, top fun. Oh my so God. I don't know if it's, I, honestly. It's done. They don't have it anymore, I don't think. They don't have it anymore. So okay. this game, Top Fun, was five mini, people. Yeah, mini game. So you'd go to a position, play the mini game, and it would yeah. boot up with five versus five. Is that what it was? Or no, I think it was one person was in a jet plane. Oh, you're jet right. Plane. It was five, five versus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was five versus one. One person okay. was in a jet plane, and five people were either in a car or bikes. Motorcycles. Right? Motorcycles. Yeah, motorcycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh my God, the whole dude, point like, is for the yeah. person in the jet plane to just fucking murder all the people in you the You have machine guns and missiles that just blow everything away. So if you yeah. can hit them, it's over. But guess what? It's fucking hard to hit a car doing yeah, like so 90 I think over one time, a freeway. I was one of the last people in the car, 
and I think you died and you were watching me. And yeah. the guy came really close. He was just trying to crash into me. And I think the, I like wound up flipping over a hill. You flipped, you flipped over. You literally did a 360 in the air. Like, yeah. not a 360 forward, a 360 to the like, left or right barrel yeah. roll. You barrel my, rolled My over. fucking car pulled a Neo and Yo, did you like fucking, bullet time. You, you fucking did a you, – you barrel rolled over a missile, I think, at some point. <laughs> like someone – like the jet was shooting missiles and like you're both locking in and where the – because – the cars slash motorcycles, the five players, have to try and reach an end point that's, like, way across the map. It, yeah. It's going to take you a long time to get there. And the jet has unlimited missiles, bullets. He's just flying around. He's ten times faster than everyone. Oh, yeah, he has unlimited ammo. That's the other thing we should do. Dude, that's so nasty. But you literally did a barrel roll over a missile. <laughs> like, the missile was going to hit you, and for however you hit the, the hill, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you, I don't even know if you won. Did you lose? We played, the worst if you we lost. played that. Top fun, religiously. Yeah, the top fun was the way to go, dude. That was, was the, the only. Best. If you didn't play top fun, you didn't play Grand Theft Auto Online. That yeah, was the one. I was. agree. And Maybe we don't. I don't remember when we stopped deal. playing it, but I, they don't have it anymore. You said no, no, no. I haven't seen Top Fun. I think I looked it up recently. That was um. That was literally one of the best joys of my life because it's just yeah. it's high octane. Push it to the limit, like and make it fucking for speed in real yeah. life, but like. Also, too fast, too furious, a little bit, like a little bit of that going on. I felt on. like a little. I felt like Vin Diesel, <clears throat> a little bit. You well, I mean, you used to shave your head, and um, you took testosterone. My dickhead. I used to shave my dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you I also don't grow took... hair on my balls. I grow hair on my my mushroom head. Mm-hmm. And he started shaving it to look like Vin. And that when uh, that was around the time they called me Glasshole Dan, and they made me hold my hold my hairy mushroom head out while you were pooping. On a page yeah. Of glass. yeah, I I remember that. Oh my god, that was some crazy parties we had in grade school. They would fill up the auditorium. Everybody would come. No, you would fill up the auditorium, like <laughs> the poop, and, and everyone would come. Everyone Wait, would it was come. shit not come. Yeah, no, no. Oh my you god. would fill up the auditorium, and everyone would come. That was the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just envisioned that. It's great. You can't. That's a lot you of. Can't see it. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you talk about the other right. so the other one was um it was just random play where like you'd be in the real world and i don't know how we got cargo bobs but there was um a really like hard to get vehicle you had to get it on like i believe it was above the hospital so you would have to run with your your buddy and me and dan were mic'd up and we would run to the hospital go to the roof and one out of every three times or something called a cargo bob there and it's just a helicopter which is cool enough dude you freaking fly a helicopter awesome this helicopter had a grappling hook that would extend down, and you could pick up any other vehicle. Literally Holy any shit. vehicle. Yeah. This is awesome. So I remember me and him, of course, being jerks, were just finding some random guy. I think his name was Fart Taco. Do you recall? I think it was something taco. I don't remember like Fart, Fart Taco. taco or like something taco. It's just a I random hope you're dude, this, dude. I hope he's listening right now because he remembers this moment. Oh, and we, we, were, we were harassing him to hell and back. Like, shooting them and when two people are on one it's unfair so he kept dying and they would come back and he would die come back and die he eventually turned his game to offline mode like do you recall this yeah where, where like you can't hurt them you can see them but you can't hurt them he can't interact yeah. with you you can't interact with him and it was uh-huh. a way to stop bullying i guess <laughs> well i mean that well, failed yeah it failed so i remember uh, fart taco is roaming around the world and it's such a big world you could 
you could spend it an hour and not run into anyone. Wait, but can we I were... just reiterate? We Go got mad that he turned safe mode on. Oh, we, we got were, even we more were chasing him. <laughs> we, were... we got more mad that he didn't want to be bullied. <laughs> we were so, so we bullied him more. We did. So we would just chase him around, not let him do anything. But <laughs> at some point, we ignored him for a while. It's still in the same game, and we got the cargo bob, which is awesome because you don't always get it. And then we stole a fire truck, and we covered it in C4. <laughs> Like remote <laughs> explosives, which, by the way, is a weird thing to do. But like, I don't know. We just thought it's so cool because, let's say you're driving it at Fart Taco or someone, and you just yeah. blow yourself up at them. That would be cool, well, right? By itself. I think was I in the fire truck or were you? Yeah, in the fire yeah, truck? yeah. You because <laughs> it was. So you could also switch to first person when you're driving a vehicle. And I remember we had this grand idea to drive the fire truck. The cargo bob picked it up. And it's so heavy, it would literally bog down the cargo bob. Because I remember trying to drive it, it was hard to get over the telephone wires. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this game's way too realistic. I have a fire truck here covered in C4, and I'm picking <laughs> it up. And you stayed in the, you didn't even have to stay in the fire truck, which is funny. We just wanted you to because, I don't know. So there's a fire truck dangling from a, a helicopter. And if any other carrying... player looked up, they were probably in awe. Well, and we carried it across the entire world. Like, yep. this probably took 10 minutes. I don't even know. It just, it was all a labor of love. And I remember we saw Fart Taco, Fart Taco 69, whatever the fuck his name was. I still, <laughs> I still remember because he, he looked up at us and he shot at us with a pistol, I'm pretty sure. Well, first, like, I, I think on the maps, you were able to see their names. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's somehow <laughs> probably, probably how we found there. him. And I just remember he was shooting at us with a pistol, but it's like a fire truck and a, a super helicopter, and we're in them. Like, he's not going to hit us. But the fact that he was trying means he knows it was us. <clears throat> and you were in the fire truck, and I believe you had first-person mode on, so you were just looking at a fire truck that's just dangling above the ground. Yeah. And we just kept getting closer and closer to him, and he was shooting at us with a pistol. <laughs> and I released the fire truck while you were in it. <laughs> And just this fire truck just covered in C4 <laughs> landed on Fart Taco. And I don't even remember if you blew it up, if it was just because of impact. But A, the no, fire I remember pressing him. the button. I specifically good. remember pressing okay, the button. Okay, then good. Good. Then the, the impact alone would have killed Fart Taco. But then <laughs> all this C4 that he didn't know was on a fire truck, because why would it be on a fire truck, just blew up. Just, I'm talking, took my, out, like, my side is hurt right now. Block. And I remember <clears throat> laughing so hard because A, we accomplished the greatest feat of all time, and B, that it happened to that guy. Yeah. I can only imagine. He kept just saying, What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And then when this happened, I, he just had, he probably threw it He literally out had the apocalypse rain upon him. It was the worst. It was the worst day in this guy's life. It was made it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it, we did it to him, but one more moment from Grand Theft Auto before oh, we go yeah. is what we used to do is we knew where the garages were. The garages weren't that hard to find. But what we did was the whole point of someone going in the garage is to clean up their Repair car. their car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Make it look perfect. Because you so could also we, have a custom car, right? You would get yeah. add on so to your car. What and... we did was we drove a car close to the garage, like a shitty car, like just parked like a normal car. No one would suspect anything. We put C4 all over all the over side it. they couldn't see, ran away into like 
the side of the alley so we can see people coming out with their nice souped up cars nice perfect like they're feeling real confident and like awesome they're showing it to their girlfriend when she comes and watches the game like yo baby as soon as they, as soon as they put out of the garage we set the bomb off and it blows up they're all their new cars we did it like five times <laughs> and we ran away so far and then came back Dude, they would be pissed because they would know who did it. Because they would tell I you. I don't who remember if you like lose money or like your actual cash. Yeah, I don't really yeah, remember. It would cost. They had early on. I think it was like a percentage of the money you had. So if you had a hundred bucks, it would only cost you ten bucks. But if you had like a hundred thousand dollars, it would be ten thousand. It yeah, was like ten percent or one percent. They couldn't 1%. punish us yet because it was still in like the fetal stages. Uh, dude, like we they didn't know what they were doing with Grand Theft Auto Online. So we dude. just broke all the rules. Did we recreate a nine eleven scenario where we drove a plane into a building? <laughs> I, I'm not going to put it past this. <laughs> With covered in C4? Either way, I, oh, some good memories. That was probably, Grand yeah, the, the top memory of all time for me, it might be of all time, is that Grand that time playing Grand Theft Auto and just literally not giving a shit about anyone or anything, especially not Far Taco. <laughs> if you're listening, dude, please comment below. Let us know if that was the worst day of your life. <laughs> Uh, I feel like he was definitely a younger kid and had no idea what was like happening to him. <laughs> Actually, I feel the opposite. I feel like he was an older guy trying to get back into gaming. And he was like, ah, <laughs> I can play games. <laughs> like He was like, I can play with these young oh people. Oh my god. <laughs> he had, like, the, he's had like the worst 10 years of his life. Like His parents died. Like His, his wife kid, divorced him. His wife, yeah, left. The kids left him. And he's his like, dog oh, like, lost a leg. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back into gaming because it's probably fun now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. Taco. Here comes fucking C4, here you jack off. Here comes a fire truck. Why? I don't know, because it's the heaviest vehicle you can find. Oh, man. Uh, oh, this, this episode went way over what I thought, but it doesn't matter. I just wanted to talk about Grand Theft Auto Online so bad. That's good. The freedom. So, the freedom. Yeah, the freedom. You, I don't think, because obviously there's not, it's different now. It makes you a jack off. It makes you I don't want to download it again or rebuy grand theft auto online ever again i don't want to play it because i know it's not going to be the same experience no you'll never top top fun yeah i'll literally never top top fun or flipping over a missile inadvertently so so on that note uh that's the end of our decade recap favorite games well you kind of broke the rule you said a game from like 2004 i I could have played it 2014 you don't know yeah that's true uh good point um so that is the end of our episode so thanks for joining us. Uh, Nick, is this a game over or is this like a game on? Game on, folks.